Okay, hi. I have hi. myself muted. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Technology is not my forte. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my question, one comment. I am lucky that my partner, um, he is he is amazing, and he is rising to the same level. And we have been together for many, many lifetimes, from Lemuria to Atlantis and all of that stuff. So I am lucky. So I'm fortunate in that regard. My question actually is um, dealing with children. Mm-hmm. I know as we ascend, uh, I had heard somebody on your channel here or on the other channel mention that, you know, we're stop the reincarnation schemes are coming to a close. Mm. And I've always said, I'm a last lifer. Thank gosh. You know, yay. <laughs> Mother God, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yes. But the kids, so as we ascend in, um, are we just going to be having like uh, being able to walk through the membrane for, and the reason why I'm asking that is because motherhood for me was something that escaped me th- until we had adoption. Mm. And it fulfilled that feminine side to me. And I know that's very old fashioned. And I apologize for that. But it really did. Being a mom meant a lot to me. And the kids that are now coming out from like, you know, underground, et cetera, et cetera, they're all going to be needing the feminine guidance in their lives after they've been healed. Um, are children going to be coming in still in, in the next, you know, 5D? Or is it going to just be like we can walk through? back and forth between the realms. From what we are aware is that there will be a 5D version of pregnancy and childbirth that is pain-free. So you feminine will get to choose if they want to have children. Anybody that's older above the age of 35 will be age reversed back to that age um, and will be able to have children in 5D if they choose that experience to have that. Um, so it is just a, we're going to evolutionize that process out of 3D into a 5D experience, which will be painless and joyful and, you know, more predetermined than how we, we plan things out in 3D. It'll be a higher version of that. How that looks, we'll all be experiencing that together, but that is the, the little information that we've been made aware of that you can, we will be going through those same like childbirth and pregnancy things like that raising children um in 5d it'll just be a lot different with no programming no ego programming no indoctrination system it'll just be much 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 higher vibrational for them to come in at that time awesome awesome well thank you very much ladies that was awesome you're very welcome it was nice to speak to you you too thank you for your take question. care yeah of course so if anybody has any other questions or we'll just continue forward with speaking of, you know, some other things we've spoken to a lot of feminine like we shared over the last few weeks and some that have been you know closer to us and been going through the same experiences as us over time. And there's been a lot coming up with children. We know that um, just like it's been discussed and a lot of questions in regards to that and what should be happening with them, raising them, what's going to happen, and that they're fully protected, and that really motherhood, like Maeve was saying, is is a huge part of how the feminine come online, is through motherhood and waking up, and I know a lot of dysfunction has happened with this incarnation with feminine, and being 
a single parent and we've talked to a lot of single mothers most single mothers do end up <laughs> contacting us and connecting and there's a lot of things that come with being a mother there's a lot of guilt of not feeling like you were a good mother that come up there's a lot of that feminine nurturing energy that gets embodied when you do have a child and there's a lot of things that transform and as i've said to other women too of being a single mother that it does happen for a reason that single parenting has has become more common yes because of the programming but also because of the experiences of that a lot of women may not be the strong feminine they are right now had they not gone through an experience with the masculine or the father of their children and it really has sparked a lot of feminine leadership which is what we're looking for in these moments and it is intimidating to step up it is definitely outside of a comfort zone to participate and get involved and actually step into your to your goddesshood i guess and be a leader on this planet it's not easy um there's a lot <laughs> no it's it's very challenging you know the the difference between the feminine awakening journey and the masculine awakening journey is that for the masculine it's about letting go and i was sharing this with someone on a session today from this chat is that <clears throat> the masculine have been in in a paradigm where they have attempted to control a planet that is feminine and all planets are feminine so in the rest of creation the way that it operates is that the feminine lead they hold the source energy because source is a feminine source birthed creation. The masculine are the support system and they are the manifestors of source energy. So the masculine awakening journey is very different. I mean, they have to let go of the power over of the control. They have to realize that they in fact are not <clears throat> in charge of this paradigm. They are not going to be, it's not that they don't lead as well. Everyone leads together, but it's a complete flip from what we had in 3D where the men were in control. They were always given the power and the women were very suppressed. And this is thousands and thousands and thousands of years of suppression. So for the feminine, it's about empowerment and it's about learning how not to enable. That's a big one. Uh, because the feminine have been over feminized so we were taught that we we needed to support everybody else feminine are to support their husbands their families their children their friends you know and so all the energy has been drained out of the feminine and they had no support in return and then the masculine were attempting to be in control of an of an energetic system that's not theirs. So that's why there's so much dysfunction. So the masculine have to go through a completely different process than we do, which is basically dissolving the suppression and the many ways that that presents itself. Because it comes out in ways that you may not even realize. But the enabling, I feel, especially in relationships, is one of the main ones. We've enabled masculine in so many ways. Um, because we just were not encouraged to draw boundaries. We weren't encouraged to speak up or speak out. And we were often taught to settle for less than what was divine. Because in some way it was like, well, that's, that's the best you're going to get. 
you know, don't, don't expect too much. Don't, <laughs> don't expect any kind of, you know, divine masculine around. And that has created a very deep unworthiness with feminine as well. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of unworthiness, a lot of lack of empowerment, standing up for ourselves in that way. And the masculine have, like um, she's saying, Aurora's saying, their own challenges. They struggle with being vulnerable. They struggle with being aloof, communication. We all struggle through the same programmings, but the feminine have a bit of a different contract than the masculine. And that's what we have to look at and how as feminine can we help the masculine they're they're asking for our help and as divine feminine and as source being feminine the divine mother she has shared with us many times that she came down here for the masculine she came back down here for father god she came back down into the physical experience with all of us she knew that the feminine were were okay that we would wake up and it would be an easier time easier i tread that i say that very very lightly um but they would have a chance of waking up much sooner than the masculine they as you can see if if you're coming from our q disclosure chat you can see that if you look at the comments 95 percent of the time we get fighting on source being female is a masculine is somebody that is holding on to the patriarchal system we do a feminine that will fight for the bible and things like that but there's also you know men have a harder time accepting that and that's just the what the programming they are operating from the lower three chakras so all masculine until they get into the heart they only know from the solar plexus down so you have the solar plexus it harbors the ego programming through the stomach the higher of it is confidence and empowerment but masculine lost in the programming and being out of the heart power over the feminine and have them lose their confidence to be you know, somebody that speaks up and communicates in a relationship or feels empowered, they'll power over the sacral, which is the sexual energy of the planet. It's totally the opposite of where we're supposed to be at as a collective with that sacral energy. It's for creation. It's for being creative and bringing joy, self-love. It's been totally hijacked from the cabal and the lower energy they put through all of their dark rituals we don't have to go into it just have to say it and you know that will be healed over time and of course the root trust stability communication being stuck in fight or flight fear programming the masculine only know those things and it's not their fault it's the programming they were born into and they have to transform as masculine the feminine are born in from the heart up so can you be shut off from your heart of course you can as a feminine but it's easier to get back in when our gifts are the higher chakras the masculine gifts are the physical the lower chakras we are the higher the ones that are connected to the etheric by default and it's easier to drop down into the heart than it is to work your way up to it it's like going down is easier to get back up you've already had that experience and especially since the divine mother she's been here holding that energy for the feminine for her whole incarnation so it's been easier for us to access that divine masculine energy is very new to the planet and that means it's new to us too and how do we as feminine integrate this energy it's by now we have to do physical 
service we have to physically put ourselves out there it's like we said it's uncomfortable we had to push ourselves to get to this point and we didn't want to um we I know she loved public speaking I hated public speaking (laughs) I hated talking in front of the class in school I hated talking I would get so embarrassed I would freak out I would shake it was the most uncomfortable thing but now in the last three years it's had to be transformed because we have to gather we have to be the voices and start speaking about our journeys and speaking about what us as feminine have been through and of course being led back to source that's feminine and how your life has changed since awakening so there's a lot of things that we have to do now which is integrating those lower chakras which is the physical pushing of this energy out to the collective yeah and you know there's a big also misconception about masculine and feminine energies and so to be to have clarity the feminine we still hold masculine energy and the masculine still hold feminine energy we both have a balance within each vessel but what the cabal did was they over feminize the feminine so we would be at one end of the spectrum and then they over-masculinize the masculine to be at the other end of the spectrum to cause imbalance. The more imbalance there is on the planet, the more chaos, the more fear, and then the more power they hold. So, And then I feel at some point to create more confusion, then they started masculinizing the feminine and feminizing the masculine. You can see that in the media now. Um, and so the whole goal of that was to create even more confusion and more imbalance. So the true balanced harmonics, the yin yang that everyone talks about is that every feminine is 51% feminine and 49% masculine. So it's only 2% apart and vice versa for masculine, 51 masculine, 49 feminine. So the, the masculine have the harder time because anchoring in the feminine energy like hope said is a bit more challenging when you're trying to come up the chakra scale versus the feminine we're moving down the chakra scale so we have to anchor in the divine masculine qualities which are you know truth speaking assertiveness courage bravery um those are the masculine qualities that we have to master because we've we've been held back from doing that. The masculine have to anchor in a whole different set of energetics. They have to go through the compassion process. They have to open up the heart chakra. They have to learn intuition because they're very disconnected. And that's why a lot of masculine tend to have more heart attacks, you'll notice, um, because they have more of a closed heart chakra. Now, the feminine take on more emotional aspects so the feminine are contracted to transform pain and suffering and this you can see through childbirth through periods um i know that a lot of men will like to say that it's not true that women have a higher pain tolerance that's just absolutely ridiculous to say um the feminine have a much higher pain tolerance much higher they are, we are actually contracted to transform pain. Um, and the masculine are, are to transform fear. And so that's why you'll see the masculine journey is much different. They have to overcome a lot of fears. And the biggest fear for them is being vulnerable, um, being hurt in some way. They are very closed off to that. And then the feminine 
are going to get challenged with stepping up and speaking out and going outside of their comfort zone in that way. So you'll see the difference. And especially if you guys have partners that are on the path too, if they're going through an awakening process, there's going to be some imbalances and it's okay. You're going to go through ups and downs where one of you is in the process of, you know, balancing out one energy or the other. And it's, it's going to be a bit chaotic at times. Um, open communication is the biggest thing. Both parties have to be very vocal in sharing what they're experiencing and communicating true communication. And there has to be a lot of compassion involved because even though a lot of people are in relationships or they have partnerships, families, whatever it is, um, it's still an individual journey. So, you know, we all are still sovereign beings. We're responsible for our own growth. And at the end of the day, it's not tied to anyone outside of us. We're simply contracted with certain beings for certain points uh, to help us grow. But the attachment is, is also what can create a lot of dysfunction. Yeah, it's definitely the attachment's always the test in, in relationships and partnerships, family, another big attachment for people. Um, and it's it's learning that I've said to a lot of people recently, too, of that no matter where you are at in terms of your partnership, marriage, new relationship, been together for a while. Um, if things are, you know, things are coming up as you're coming online, they are, if it's just you, it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, as the growth is happening, we have to have patience, we have to hold space, we have to communicate and realize that, you know, that there's no attachment to this person, but we're here to help them grow in, in a lot of ways, um, many different shapes and forms. We're here to be the example of love, hold compassion and space for the masculine, our family, friends, and and communicate, do the things that we have, you know, we have to flip these relationships as the feminine and being the leaders of guiding the masculine, guiding our family and friends to the best that we can as awake as they are in these moments. Um, I'm going to click on somebody who has a question. Nora, you're on. Hi, Nora. Oh, it has to be unmuted. You'll have to unmute, Nora. Is that better? Yeah, okay. there you go. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, my husband and I have been married for 41 years. He died this past summer. Mm -hmm. And um, he and I had what some people would say was pretty stereotypical. But what I had noticed, though, over the years, that we would have these typical husband and wife um, arguments. Well, I do this and this and this. And he would say, well, I do this and this and this. And what came to be was that we found out that we actually it didn't matter what role it was. And when he had passed away, I realized that I was doing pretty darn good. There was very, very little that I did not do. And when he was gone, and now that I'm alone, I'm finding that I'm surviving quite well. And I noticed that when he um, was basically on his deathbed, I noticed that the uh, stereotypical thing became non-existent. 
and he was noticing energies himself that he normally would not have admitted to. Mm. So at one at one point, I was um, attending to him, and we had some drawings of our granddaughter on the closet door. And he had this funny look to on his face because I was my back was to it, and I said, "What's the matter?" And he he says. You, you what's what's going on and he says um i see something i said oh the pictures and he goes no i see a gray shadow and i and i'm all into this seeing things and sensing <laughs> things. And this. this 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 is nothing new to me and but it is to him and he said that i said well do you know who it is and he says no he says um but it is a lady and I said, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's your grandmother. And he said, no. And then he says, it's gone. A couple of days later, he tells me, he says, that um, person, I, I know who it was. And it was a very dear friend that had passed away five years earlier. And she ha I had sensed her months before he had gotten sick. And I just assumed she was just saying, hi, how are you? And um, I said hello to her. And basically, I think what she was doing was trying to prepare me for what was coming. Yeah. And and uh, from what I'm sensing that she was there to help guide him to, you know, on his way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, it, you know, and, and knowing that I know he's in good shape and I'm in the process of just trying to let go with the grieving process as much as possible, you know, just letting it happen. But it's with everything that's been going on with um, all the COVID and everything, it, it gets really confusing sometimes. And so what I end up doing is I just kind of just try to let it go mentally as much as possible. I have many conversations with God. I have many conversations with my husband. Because I believe that the body is just basically a shell for the spirit that lives on. Yeah. And so I, and I've always felt that way. In fact, everything that's been going on all over the world and everything that we have been lied to about, you know, it's, it's like, it didn't make sense. So I wasn't going to accept it. So I just kind of went out my way. And I'm finding that basically I have been awoken for some time, quite a while, longer than I probably had realized. And the first time that I had heard the word pandemic, I knew something, something was not right. And it's not what they were saying it is. And now I'm dealing with my daughter, who's very intelligent, and she researches and she knows some of these aspects that a lot of people don't know. And she goes ahead and gets this vaccine. And I tell her, don't do it. Well, she went ahead and she did it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know, I just got to, God has purpose in all of this. So I'm just kind of trusting in the process and going with that. Yeah, we, we definitely have to allow people their journeys and it does get challenging. How old is your daughter? Oh, she's like 40. Okay. Yeah, it's just been interesting so that it, it seems to be those age groups like the 
um, millennials to about 40 are the ones who are the most gun-ho on the vaccines, surprisingly. Um, yeah. And it's just a lot of brainwashing, but we understand and all can be healed and we know that. Um, yeah. but of course, you know, that's why if you guys caught our chat last night, we had some people pop on who we've done sessions with, um, and it has really helped them. So if anyone does have family or friends, if you guys feel guided later on, we'll drop the link, but there are, <clears throat> you know, etheric healing sessions you can get for them just in case they have any side effects, but we do have to allow the journey with your husband. What was coming to me as you were talking was just, he knew he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, he didn't. Um, but he knew that you would. And so he's he's helping you from the other side as best he can. Oh, yeah. I've, I have sensed him. He has tried to communicate with me several times. In fact, um, I think at first he was trying to communicate with me to the point where he wasn't sure because it was it hadn't been very long since he had passed. And uh, he had he, he passed away at home where he loved being, where he, um, it was in an area where he grew up. We did everything to where his friends and family were around him. And um, we did everything that he, he wanted. And when he did pass, he was cremated. And so I went ahead and we had a dog that we dearly loved. And, um, we still had her ashes, so I went ahead and had part of her ashes mixed in with his. And he was in the military, so he had a military service at a local national cemetery. And uh, that was something he did not ask for. So it was, it was my gift to him to say, there you go, babe. You got this. Yeah, it's definitely... A a huge shift and adjust adjustment as you know people have crossed over but it seems like you know you've handled everything very strongly and you've chosen you know you've looked at it in the, the higher way and you can feel him you're sensitive enough and in, in the heart that you can feel that he's with you and it's you know it's a double-edged sword of being awake of feeling very alone but knowing that we're you know never alone at all in these moments and that we're going to be reunited with our loved ones that do cross over you know death is just the, them leaving the video game for now the matrix game we're in and the the vessel that we chose but they'll be back and you know like Aurora oh, said they they support and they love you from the other side because that's all they knew you know his higher self knew that he would be more of a benefit to you on the other side so the well i kind of i kind of looked at it as him passing it was going to be easier for him to look after those that he loved yes and um i just and i actually had um like a vision of it was almost like a dream but it was kind of strange and it was me talking I was hugging somebody that was larger than I am and I thought it was somebody else. And then I realized that's, that's not who I think it is. And then I heard the words being spoken. I miss you. And it was like, I was saying them, but I don't talk in my dreams. I, it's all that telepathic kind of mm -hmm. talking in dreams. And then I realized it was him telling me that he misses me. 
<clears throat> that's awesome. And that's, that's where we'd like everybody to be is, is especially with there, there may be a lot of people that pass over during these times. We were prepared either way. Um, but yeah, for everybody out there who, if you've lost someone or if you, <clears throat> if you do along the way, you know, it, it's okay. They, they will be back and it is a hard part of the journey I feel, but it's it's a very common thing for that to happen and why we why we're telling the feminine specifically the feminine will be okay um okay. Yeah, you know. i believe the feminine side is actually a lot stronger than they give themselves credit for oh yeah a far stronger because i grew up in a situation where i did not have my dad you know after the age of 16 and I told myself, I am not going to be in a position where I am going to be helpless. And after a while, um, as an individual, regardless of man or woman, you get to get to the point where you get tired of being afraid and you say the hell with it. Yeah. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. I'm done. I don't have time to monkey around and I've got to get business done. Some people look at it as being that you're being mean and i'm going no i have things that i have to do i have to get things accomplished whether it's in my heart or the checkbook or whatever you know it has to be done <laughs> yeah that's an important <laughs> message for feminine because the feminine have been taught that it's selfish if they're not constantly pouring their energy into everybody else and, oh no i actually tell Many young mothers, I said, whatever you do, you schedule time for yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will. Right. You you have to do that. And it, it just makes you, you know, if that perceives you as a stronger, tougher, say, bitch, you know, fine. So what? You're getting the job done. And guess who comes to you when they are in need? It's those people that called you all, you know, saying, well, you're, you're not nice. You're, you're being mean. You're, you're heartless. And I'm going, you would be surprised what I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's so and I'm, I'm, you just get over it and you don't ask whether or not you can accomplish something. You just do it yep, exactly. because you know that you can. Will it be easy? No. And knowing how much I grieve for my husband tells me we did it right. Yes. It tells me that we loved, um, loved each other enough to where it, it was going to be painful, but that's okay. That's part of the process. Absolutely. And that, <clears throat> that's the kind of inner strength that it's going to take to get through this journey it's not going to be easy and but the the feminine are more than capable more than capable and exactly like you said at some point <clears throat> we have to be the solid ones because that allows the masculine to then rise into their own empowerment to be support systems but they cannot get there if we do not get there it is it is impossible energetically so the the stronger we become, and like you said, of course, people are going to throw that word around. That's their favorite one. As soon as a, a woman is decisive, assertive, and strong, she's a bitch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when I was working, it was in a female-dominated situation. 
And I was often accused of being mean and heartless. And I'm going, no, I have to get my work done. But I also have to take the time to soften things so I can deal with the customers with their needs. And that's what you do. It's getting the job done. And the people that don't that accuse you of these are usually people that don't want to deal with confrontations. They don't want to do it. But, you know, that's that's their problem. You know, when they're ready, then they'll come say, well, how did you do this? This is how I did this. And the more you think about it, the harder it will be. Yeah. At some point, you just you just get off your ass and you just get it done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the perspective, and and it's hard too. In a, in a women environment, a workplace, it's it's also as hard as working with the male dominated society as well because there's different aspects that come with it with feminine there's a lot of competition there's a lot of jealousy there's even if they oh, don't yes. speak it those feminine that are like you know the ones that don't want confrontation they're often the ones thinking it you know they they're creating yeah. inner co competition and they don't want you know they try to calm things down and it's you know it's about standing up for yourself too and everybody being empowered and there is lower feminine to feminine qualities that do come out and we also have to heal and transform as well and a lot of feminine struggle to look at that because they you know a lot of us feel like we're good friends or good feminine but there's always improvement we can always grow be more compassionate hold more space be more patient more loving more vulnerable open there's always improvements and, and we have to realize how we've been taught in the matrix isn't the full truth so we do have there's always learning to be done of how we can be more and more love frequencies well also too and like with my daughter now my daughter is very much like her mom i became actually more like her as i got older <laughs> which is okay and now she has a child that is following suit now, she has made comments such as I would ask her, I said, was I good mom? And she would say, you did the best you could with what you knew. And I'm going, OK, that's going to come back and bite you. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm seeing what she's dealing, what she talks about now. And she she is aware of some of the things that have gone on that other a lot of people have not even don't even realize. And I'm I'm thinking just hold your tongue and just let her decide that maybe she needs to come to you and get some advice that maybe she didn't think you had. That maybe the knowledge that I have for her is not so much intellectual as it is a spiritual and maybe um, just common sense. Yeah. And awareness. It's wisdom. You know, the more experiences you have, the more wisdom you have. And, and it goes both ways. So we also have to understand that um, our children, I mean, we don't have children, but just as a collective, our children and those that are younger than us are often as old as souls and sometimes older. But it goes 
but the big part is also wisdom and experience gained in the physical. So there's a lot of old souls in younger bodies, but they don't have the experience yet. They don't have the wisdom that's unlocking those codes and that remembrance of who they are. So it goes in all directions where we all have to realize that none of us knew what we were doing in the illusion. And that's okay. We have to let that go. And part of the resentment I feel between families is a big thing too you know I hear we hear so many stories of families and even our own of course that they just they haven't let go of you know uh something they've been holding on to for years and they're, they're not in a place of forgiveness and realizing like listen all of our journeys have been different and we cannot judge anybody or have any expectation of what someone else is going to do well, there's also another element to all of this, too. Like, um, about 20 years ago, she was in a, a horrific accident, and she did die. They brought her back. Wow. And so I'm wondering if any of this ever has been playing into it. She doesn't speak of it. She does not remember the accident. And there's been people that were there at the scene of the accident. It was a head-on collision. Holy shit. Wow. And she, um, they brought her back and somebody said, and it was at night and they said that there were lights above the scene of the accident that were not part of the ambulance and the, the police and all this. It was a different kind of light. And I did not see any of this. And I've heard so many different stories pertaining to this accident because there was a total of five people in it with two vehicles. Wow. And she's and I, I, I kept she kept saying, why did I survive? And I said, because I, I don't know the answer. But for some reason, you're not supposed to be gone yet. That's it's not up to you. No, it's it's all soul contract. And, you know, we all have angels. We all have many, many angels. Um, we all have different kinds of teams of angels. Since when we've come into incarnation, we just weren't, in, you know, for most of us, we, we didn't know they were there. Or we didn't have any contact with them. But through this ascension process, and especially within the last two years, I mean, Source herself has contracted billions of additional angels for each being um, to also protect them and to help them because, of course, those that are going to serve the light and are actually contracted to be part of the, the front-running waves um, will get targeted. But anybody serving the light will be protected. So that, you know, that's going to go <clears throat> kind of as experience wise, everyone probably has other stories to tell of ways that they've been saved because they're supposed to be here and they're supposed to be a part of this. And she absolutely was saved for that reason. And it's just yes. part of her contract. Well, also, too, I would always say if I, as I saw her growing up and when she was when she was young, she was a very determined child. But also, too, I I noticed that that I don't treat I didn't treat her as a child. I treated her more as an individual and that I also saw around her basically a shield, a barrier, a light around her. I, I, I could just I didn't see it as in looking at something and I see it. It's a sensing that there is a light around her 
And now I see that around her daughter. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, oh, you know, I'm just being, you know, it's my daughter, my granddaughter, you know, and somebody else said, no, I see it too. Yeah, everybody's got it. And we we can definitely, we definitely know the ones that are, are serving and, and they have, they have that angel connection. So it's really, it's really amazing. And I know that they will, you know, she will come online and fall right into place exactly when the divine moment is right for her particular soul path. And that's why I don't worry about her so much as far, especially with the vaccines and all this kind of stuff. You know, I, I'm, I just said, there's a, there's a, a purpose for all of this to happen. There's a purpose in me and her thinking that she got the vaccine, you know, and, and was it the right one? Who knows? We don't know all the story. We don't know everything that's going on because we're not supposed to. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences. We really enjoyed you calling in. Okay. Thank you. We love thank you. you. <laughs> love you. Love you too. <laughs> As I would tell my husband, I love you too, babe. Oh, <laughs> thank you for sharing. Thank you. Susan, you're live. Susan. Thank you so much. Again, I appreciate you, uh, your willingness and your love. And I uh, joined last night and I stayed up till one in the morning here in New York. Oh, we so love you, Susan. So, yeah. <laughs> I was so like, I was just so happy to be with people, um, other human beings, uh, even like the woman who just shared, who think like and believe as I do. And I guess as we do, whoever's listening, um, because I really do sometimes feel alone. So it's nice to, to uh, be with be with you. Um, and I, I'm also a mother, and I'm grateful, I want to say, to my mother. Um, it, I, I'll just give you a quick, a little quick, quick um, scenario. She, you know, she loved my father. We had a wonderful, a wonderful child. I had a wonderful childhood. Um, you know, climbed trees, played you know played in the woods all that stuff she she brought me up like uh rudolf steiner would i guess you know mm -hmm. catching snowflakes on my tongue and uh you know feeling the rain on my face and all that stuff so i'm grateful for her and then my father left us and she kind of uh i want to say was addicted to him and and as a result she had to come back she had to crawl back and she was an had been an independent woman for the past 35 years and she never wanted to remarry because she she just wanted to so anyway i had a sister a sister and my mother and so um i had to say my mother is the only person um really in my life who i can share what's happening with the truth of this great awakening and um she gets it and she's you know she's very spiritual too and has been saved she feels and i feel like i've been saved um i'm i have it's interesting because i grew up with like females and a very strong independent mother and she taught me that you know independence is key and I, even in my marriage i'm independent and i have my own checking account and my own you know i'm i'm basically independent even though i'm, I'm married um and I have two sons. I have two sons, a male cat and a male husband. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a change uh, of energy, it sounds like. Yeah, so I was so happy to join this group. And, you know, my, I, I 
I'm I'm not the helicopter mother. I, I feel like I'm, you know, they listen to what I do, not what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, I go out and live my life. I try, you know, travel the world when I could travel the world. And um, I know my happiness doesn't depend on anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but my children, I, I guess I want to say, you know, they're 20, they're kind of children, 21 and 23, um, becoming, you know, they're men, yes. basically. And uh, they have a very strong, strong, controlling father. And uh, I just, you know, I tell them about the truth. I don't know if they, you know, listening to mom being, you know, mom. Um, but I, I just have to turn them over to God, too. That's all I have to say. And <laughs> they have to make their choices. You know, I have to turn yes. them over. Yes. Um. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a challenge there that you signed up for as, as a mother awakening and having masculine around you. Um, you know, I feel holding space and patience with them, but also, you know, having a relationship with them too and, and training them to be masculine so that they can support other feminine in their life, whether they're in relationships now or that they will be. Um, in the near future as they get older and things get more serious as being their mom in such a critical time in their life I feel there has to be walls that get broken down of these old stereotypes of family and that you've definitely given them a lot of freedom but I also feel to break down those walls so they can access their feminine side and speaking to them will definitely help them because that means they're going to be helping other feminine in their life as well including you know friends other family you know things like that you know they do they're they're your sons because they know they're supposed to come online they have a contract okay. to wake up and be the example for that age group because early 20s and being in that age right now as a masculine is very, very critical because they, masculine are, yes, the support system for the feminine, but as we transition, masculine voices are very, very important because they are what people will listen to as we transition because feminine saying this we've been saying this for a long time and a lot of lifetimes they're used to the feminine being this way but when you have masculine that are supporting the feminine and acting divinely especially at that age it's it will definitely flip a lot of their life and what's you know upcoming for them and where we're going as a collective for sure okay it's interesting. My son just called me. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> they know we're they talking know. about them. Don't even say it. See, he was just letting you know that he is confirming <laughs> that he has a contract to come online. You can't Holy make that moly. shit up. You can't. I know. You can't. You can't. Oh my god. His higher self is just confirming for you, like, yes, mom, like this is true. Like this, everything that you're going through, and like the yeah. reason why you're calling is happening for a reason because they are there there is going to be a shift soon and i know every single person in this chat including you can feel that we're on the verge of a, a breaking point on this planet and they're going to wake up very soon and you're gonna be their guide and this is the time at least they, at least they know right they, yes they know of course right time. now they say no yeah. but there's a time much sooner than we realize and what we can see right now it's gonna be much sooner and just the fact that you are transforming and coming online is helping them because you shared 
DNA with them. They're your children. The more you transform and become a divine feminine in your higher self, they will evolve without even realizing it. That's beautiful. Hi, Susan. This is Bobby. Hi. Hi. I just jumped off the live and, and I'm a little late to this to this game, but I, I want you to, to know that I have a 14-year-old a son who is not online at all. And it, and it was very distressing for me for some moments. But the truth is, is that what Hope just said, the more we step into our divinity, we pull them up with our energy. And they will, like, he will give little signs. They'll he give just you called. Little signs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. They're little, there's little things. And one, one thing that I want to share that I do as a meditation is I connect with, his name is Leo, and I connect with his higher self. And I see him as his, like, as his higher self and not as my son. And I connect with him and I hold his hands and I'm like, all right, we need you to come online now. But, you know, but, but contact, connect with them in the, in the etheric if, as your higher self with his higher self and connect. And, and sometimes he, he'll literally be like, it's not time yet. Like, they know. But it, it, there's a lot of power. We have a lot more power that we, than we ever knew we could harness. So a great meditation to try. I love that. Thank you. Thank. I will do that because I know I can't. Um, I, you know, uh, what I want to say is that it's, I just believe in that vibration too. So yeah. that that's very helpful. Uh, it's very helpful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They've they've got some. They've they know. And just like they said, we contracted to to, to wake up first, and they're gonna they're gonna come along because they are our DNA. They're our children, and we contracted for this. So it's gonna be okay. It's really going to be okay. okay. Yeah, I, I trust and I really appreciate I kind of, I needed to hear that. So thank you. I appreciate Yay. your time tonight. Absolutely. All right. Connect with you. me thank anytime. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over Facebook. So you can, <laughs> can Skype and Telegram we'll, wherever. We'll Just get Booby in the anytime. Telegram chat. You're in the, the feminine yeah, one, Yeah, she's in the okay. chat. Cool. Uh, okay, I'll try to find you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank love you. Love you. Love you. I love you. Thank you. Of course. Perfect timing. Divine timing. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Thank you guys for sharing all your experiences. If anyone else has any experiences or perspectives they want to share, please do. <clears throat> there's so many aspects to all of this. The mo- You know, there's so many different aspects to the feminine, which I feel um, everybody knows but like you know I feel it was Nora was saying you know that she hadn't um or I forget who it was was it mom someone was saying that they hadn't had children this lifetime but they wanted to um know if they could do that in 5d and and I and I look a lot at astrology and you know there's there's so many different planets that are feminine planets and they they have different energies so there's the mother feminine there's the sister feminine there's the friend feminine and there's you know the partner the the lover feminine so there's so many different aspects to that energy and all of us have a different piece not all of us are going to have every one of those experiences you know we don't have children hope or i bobby does so she has a completely different contract and awakening journey than than me or hope because we don't have we're not married we don't have children so for us this was a very different Mm -hmm. (laughs) awakening process than it might have been for others but ironically we also woke up 
many years ago and have have been doing this work for a while so it's all by contract so just interesting and for everyone to realize that you all have an aspect of the whole collective mm -hmm. so we're all little pieces of the puzzle in that way yeah everybody has a different piece to contribute a different story something different to share because everybody everybody's unique because everybody's story there's somebody that's going to resonate out there on a planet of 8 billion so it's important that you know we've always recommended as waking up as like a first part of getting your empowerment back and even if you just practice by yourself of like filming videos training of like speaking your story it's important because people have to hear what you have to say and we have obviously created platforms for people to share and be vulnerable and open up and i was also feeling too because we have a podcast and i feel like yeah. if people wanted to come on the podcast and share their story or their experiences their awakening what they've been through i feel that we will reach a bigger audience out there so that people will you know resonate and continue to you know feel this because that is really what a part of the awakening is about too is that there's other people out there just not you know you usually your immediate circle every single time you know there's so many people awake but nobody around you wakes up and that's the <laughs> that's the, that's the cosmic joke of it all the divine dichotomy of, of this ascension and why we have we are blessed with the technology we have we're blessed with the internet we're blessed with people that have created things like this where we can connect on a free speech platform because we know the rest of social media is is censored and blocked and there's no way to do something like this until we all like move to telegram <laughs> out of like there was not we all like boycotted everything else and <laughs> parlor got shut down and everyone's just like go to telegram go and then like everybody just started to come together and it's just been a beautiful process of seeing each person wake up everybody's at different points of their life of their journey of their process we're all on different pages but there is a uniting force that connects us all and that is you know the passion that we're all here for a reason and it's because we want to help others everybody wants to help Everybody wants to serve in some way. We want to help our loved ones. Usually are in the top concern of everybody, our loved ones, our family. And then you're like, well, what do we do? What's the point? Why are we awake right now? What is the purpose of it all right now? And it is because, you know, like, how can we wake people up? Our family don't doesn't seem interested. Our children may not care. Our spouses, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's like a coin flip. Um, people are getting vaccines, getting free donuts, but then there's other people waking up. Get your um, Christmas creams. <laughs> um, so, like, there's a lot of different consciousness thro being thrown around. There's Satan shoes, and then there's everyone, you know, God being a woman. So it's like there's a lot of different confusions happening in why we are all connecting right now and, and it is to push this energy out it is that so we can join together and find ways to reach the collective if we are able to reach others that feel this way that just haven't found the way to connect into telegram or they're slow to waking up the more that we push ourselves to transform the faster this can go and that's why we have to reach more of you we have to connect because the more that we're transforming the more love we're embodying the faster this can go for the ascension and we watched it last year when we had a lot of people find us and come online that every then COVID hit <laughs> it yeah. was like we a lot of people started to wake up and then the pandemic happened and it was 
there's a lot of reasons why it happened. A lot of transformation for each individual. A lot of things came up to be processed. Trauma, wounding, separation, isolation. A lot of good things. We didn't have to be around egos as much. We didn't have to be in 3D as much. We didn't have our energy taken as much. There's many, many reasons why it happened. But we've watched this speed up in the last year. As more people have woken up, it is inevitable what is going to happen. The ascension of the planet is 100% going to happen. There's no going backwards. There's no stopping what's coming. Is that a Q thing? Is that what Q said? Like, yeah, it's absolutely true. There's nothing that can stop what is happening. It's already done. We're catching up to this timeline. So it is the moment now that we have to start spreading the message and creating and joining together. So this is the start of it all because we have to start pushing. There's no better time than the present. No better time than now. No other time. No, there really the time is, is no now. other time. And, you know, we, our goal is, of course, to create unity with, between everybody across the planet. That's why we love Telegram. Um, the different, seeing how many people are from different places is awesome and we're all connected through the web of light which is the internet that is the collective consciousness because i had someone today ask me to explain what the collective consciousness is and the collective consciousness is all consciousness present on the planet as one and when any idea is accessed so anytime someone starts awakening they start accessing higher consciousness information guidance downloads whatever it is that gets put out into the collective consciousness which means someone else can pick it up this is how the awakening starts to trickle down is the more people who access higher consciousness the more higher consciousness gets inserted through the collective and the internet is the physical manifestation of the collective consciousness which is purely energetic but the internet is the physical manifestation of that. If I post something on the internet right now, in theory, anybody in the whole world can access it if they can find it. So that is me putting something out into the collective consciousness. <clears throat> now, what happens is that they've been trying to mess up the collective consciousness through disinformation and through manipulation and censorship. And that's why these platforms are so key and creating a space for feminine to unify because trust us that is one of the biggest keys to this ascension if the feminine cannot unify because of the competition because of the jealousy because of the programming we will not move forward as a species the feminine not only have to lead but together and that's that's one of the biggest challenges. I know maybe maybe not so much, maybe with the older generations, I'm not sure. But I know for sure the millennials out there and the Gen Z, that's their that's gonna be their biggest hurdle is getting past those divisions that they've placed between feminine. So if there's any millennials out there, <laughs> we we know the struggle and it's especially if you're the only one awake in your group of friends. I can only imagine, you know, none of our friends talk to us anymore. So mm -mm. <laughs> we just have ourselves and you guys <laughs> pretty <it>. much. Yeah, <laughs> which I know a lot of most people feel that way. And 
interacting in 3D can be a challenge of how, you know, draining it can feel too. And it's a lot of energy that we, the ones that are waking up, you are taking on more energy. So it's not crazy the way you're feeling. If you're feeling more tired, more exhausted, it's about listening to the body and also making sure you're taking care of yourself you're focusing on your joy what brings you joy creative avenues and really starting to figure out like what you're passionate about in your soul and figuring out like what if you didn't have if money wasn't an issue if you could have the job whatever you want to call it, do something in service to love that you could ever dream of you know what would that be and you know ask yourself that and start researching and even researching looking up the how isn't the you know our problem or our what we need to figure out we just have to start pushing the energy so if you want to get started on projects if there's creative things you want to do start doing them because that does contribute to the collective consciousness and puts out love-based vibrations and positively creating things because that is why also too there's this double-edged sword of like there's a lack of creativity happening because everybody in 3d were so occupied before the pandemic by just working to to make ends meet but now that people have more time they just don't know what to do with themselves and we can see with our 3d friends or our friends that are still out there the way that they're creating is that they're getting pregnant and because they're feeling an energy to do something or to manifest or have a new role in life and the way that they know in 3d when they feel that creative energy is to have a child or to get married and that's the only next evolutionary phase that they've been told in the in the illusion is next having a child getting married settling down buying a house like those are the next phases of life and that's not where we're going it's like what is your soul purpose now where you're at and everybody from all spectrums it doesn't matter how old you are it's you know you're at that age you've had the experiences you've had to help that group um we're really passionate too about the children that's why so many mothers are coming online we do um do the crystal school it's an online curriculum which is helping kids start interacting with higher consciousness education whole truth it's also for adults it's any age group it's very simple information very simple activities worksheets that they can utilize and actually start you know going having higher consciousness education and the parents have been loving it with the homeschooling and things like that so there's reasons why each each group of women like aurora was saying mothers sisters the, the younger generations everyone's coming online for a reason right now yeah, and there's no judgment for any contracts. <clears throat> you know, if you, those who have felt guided to go one path, like I said, the, the different uh, feminine perspectives, the different feminine roles, but, uh, you know, to also make, make it known that there is no one path. There is no one choice to make. There's no better choice there's no worse choice. There's no bad or good. That's duality. But that women do have more choices than they've, they've been told that they do. And it's okay if your path doesn't jive with those around you who think that it should be a certain way. And, and women have to get that empowerment to, to be able to say, this is my journey. This is my soul path. And I'm going to follow it. And I'm not going to adhere to what you think is best for me because families, friends, partners, 
there's a lot of control that happens and especially when you start waking up if the people around you aren't aren't awake what happens is that your vibration starts increasing and it makes them uncomfortable because they're at a lower vibration a higher vibration will always agitate a lower vibration because energetically what it does is it forces the lower energy to start coming to the surface to transform itself because ideally all energy has to be a match so if you're around a bunch of beings who are in a lower consciousness state than you you're probably going to trigger them no matter what you do or what you say you're going to agitate them in some way because everything that's unconscious within them is now trying to come up to the surface to be released so they can meet you energetically but what happens is they see you as the problem they will externalize that inner chaos that's happening and they will project it onto you and so a lot of women get pulled down by everybody around them because that's what they'll do they they want to pull you back to their level and <clears throat> they use guilt trips they use name calling there's a lot of gaslighting that happens with feminine so gaslighting could be a whole talk on its own but <laughs> be be heartful of the gaslighting and know in your heart that any path you choose is the highest path for you and it truly doesn't matter what anybody around you says or thinks it's it is your path and your journey yep and that's a lot of like the reason why people don't are, are hesitant to speak up and we know in these moments that sharing truth is not the easiest thing and that you are going to trigger people which causes people to close down and be hesitant to open up and that's why we have to go to platforms where we can reach other higher consciousness people that's why we got we started a podcast where people can share and we can have topics where people can just listen and they don't you know, it doesn't involve like speaking out publicly, publicly on social media, like what you are going through with your life, but it's actually a way to start getting your voice out there, transformation to hap get happen, get outside your comfort zone. A lot of what we're talking about and what makes people uncomfortable is that it is uncomfortable. <laughs> it <laughs> is uncomfortable. Like it is stepping outside of your comfort zone. It is actually choosing to you know evolve and take that next step for your growth and and do that for you because you're helping more people than you realize you're you're sharing you're growing and that's helping others by putting yourself out there so everybody can participate in some way and it's finding how you can get involved and as time and, and the more you participate and the more you're aware of the the more your your path will unfold for you as time goes on as well because a lot of people don't know where they're going or what their purpose is their role and the more that you push to look for it the the more that you'll see the signs and god the angels your higher self will lead you so it'll all unfold as it should Definitely. And I'm sure for a lot of you, you'll just, everyone's going to be having different experiences and it does get, it does get challenging. Um, the, the emotional aspects are difficult. Attachment is difficult. Um, letting go of things can be difficult. It is a very, it's a very uncomfortable process and, you know, it's part of the awakening journey and a lot of times people will 
ask why, you know, well, why does it seem that the deep sleepers are the ones who are like living it up? You know, right. They, they think everything's great. They got their vaccine. They got their Krispy Kreme. They're set to go. And they're not going through the deep soul work that a lot of you guys are. And my answer to that is always trust the process because you don't realize it now, but you will later how much of an honor it is to be at the front of this ascension process. It doesn't mean it's easy. And a lot of times it's not going to feel rewarding to you. There's going to be a lot of days where you're like, fuck this shit. I'm I'm good. (laughs) But at the end of it, it is a great honor to even be present on earth right now, to even be physically incarnated. As many of you might know, if you've had friends or family pass on, it is challenging to be here. It requires a lot of strength. The souls that were chosen to be on earth are the strongest souls in existence. And the ones at the forefront are the the strongest of the strongest in existence. So re- remember that and, and always kind of reheart yourself on that. When the days get hard and shit gets wild, just yeah. remember that <clears throat> you were chosen for this role because you could do it because you're capable Mm -hmm. and there's not many beings out there who are capable hence why this awakening is so slow (laughs) (laughs) well it's taken a moment yeah um so yeah we will continue to post in this chat especially you know as uniting the feminine and we do we're very grateful to have a platform where we can create more than what you know most you know, if we were doing this alone, if we didn't have so many people already supporting and being involved with what we do and what we create, we have a lot of platforms for people to get involved with. If you're interested, if you're an artist, if you're interested in doing different things, getting involved, um, you know, please reach out to us. Please connect in the comments, um, message us directly, um, whatever it is, and get involved. We can help. I'll put something in the chat to see if anyone's interested in doing a podcast over the next few days and <clears throat> yeah. seeing if anybody, you know, any ideas that you guys have topics, <clears throat> topics too of like lives, how often you guys, you know, enjoy these lives. Um, we also go live in the Q disclosure chat, uh, page or the channel, um, which I know most of you guys probably found us through there. So we do do lives where we talk more about disclosure stuff here. We'll, you know, talk more about you know other topics and as we get to know each other more and more people connect in and we get involved it'll start to you know build up more as a family but as we all get involved and step outside our comfort zones it's new to us it's new to you guys it's a whole new environment we're all going through different growing you know things right now we're all going through our own lessons and growth so if we continue to work together and help one another then We'll make it through just fine, I feel. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> Thank you guys, everyone, for participating. We're really grateful for everybody in the chat, everybody who shared, everybody who's listening. Um, we love you guys, and we'll definitely get some feedback on the next time, how often you guys would like to do this, when when you're available. We know everybody's got 
tons of things going on. Um, we are pretty flexible since this is our job. <laughs> so yeah. we're happy to accommodate um, topics you guys would like to talk about. Anything like that, feel free to always reach out to us and we will do this again soon. And we love you guys. So We do love you. Yes, we love you and we will be connecting again very soon in the near future. So we love you all and we'll see you in the chat. Have a good night or day wherever you guys are on the planet. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. We, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.